Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on making peace with work. We've got this unfortunate war within ourselves, don't we? This place that we need to go every day to make ends meet and somehow has ended up in this category of being bad, bad for us and something we dread and and we need to turn that around. We began our podcast last week in our introduction. We kind of discussed some of the, some of the kind of pressing things on us at work. And so we've decided to help our listeners with taking things that we are the realities that we're dealing with work and suggesting alternatives to deal with that reality. Exactly. So we're going to jump into the busyness. Boy, how's that for a reality that we face? There's always something to do. And if there is the smallest space, somebody else is going to fill it. For us, and that um, disorients us, it uh, overwhelms us. And so we want to come up with ways to find what we're going to call your, your own working rhythm. Well, and I think um, one of the things that kind of bombards us at work is for the most part, people who are busy have the sense that there's always something to do, always mm, something oh, left gosh. undone, and um, urgent things sort of keep popping up, and we never get to the things we need to spend our time on. So how do we do this? How do we develop a rhythm that works for us? Well, and the key there is works for us. So we're really looking at ourselves. So we're not looking at a solution outside ourselves. We may use ideas that other people use, but we want something that works for us. So for example, some of us work well with um, calendars and schedules. And a rhythm that might be helpful is to um, assign certain times of the day you know, Mondays from 10 to 11, I reserve for this task that keeps getting squeezed out by these urgent things that shout. So I've got pre-reserved for myself, and I tell other people this too, so they're in on it and they can support it, that I'm going to be focused on um, something else. Now, Carl, is there a way to make peace with busyness? Is there a way that we can acknowledge that it's a part of our work existence and not have it have this wearing, tearing effect on our souls? Well, that's why we need to find this rhythm that works for us, because what we're saying when we want to make peace with it is that we are acknowledging in one sense that it's not going to go away. So the solution that it goes away, busyness and all these things, jumping in and always shouting for attention, um, that's not going to be the solution. So that's one thing we have to come to peace with. It's going to be there. So we have to find this rhythm so that we can make it work for us instead of continually to work against us. And that's kind of the middle place that we're trying to get. We're not succumbing and just saying, I got to quit because they're so disorganized here, it's driving me crazy. Or as I said before, just, you know, wanting it to go away and solving it. So we're going to say in this real world where things come up and there's always a lot to do and the unexpected happens, how am I going to find my way? So for some people that setting aside a time might be a tool for doing that. For other people, it might be more of a, your rhythm might be more, um, you know, chunkier than that. And that would be too rigid for you to, you know, set aside a certain hour. So maybe, you know, you spend, um, you find a full day, full two days, once a month that you um, send all the calls to voicemail. You don't even look at your email and you just spend those days getting cleaned up and reorganized and get through the um, stuff, the piles get them all out. And so, you know, all those crazy times during the month where it's, you know, annoying, but you know, at the end of the month, you've got this 
full day or two set aside that you're going to be able to um, reorganize this stuff. And it's, it's finding these things that work for you. Some people need to answer their email immediately, and that's what gets it off of their mind and off of their And they like having their BlackBerry and getting that done. For another person, that would work against them, and that would be like, you know, um, water torture being dripped constantly. Another email, ding, ding, ding. And it's a constant interruption. So the same um, dynamic, two different people are experiencing the different. They got to come up with different solutions. And so the second person has to not look at email all day long. But that's a lot of conversations to ignore. So they need to find you know, when they are going to sit down with those conversations and get back to people. You know, one of the things for me, and maybe this is uh, something our readers can relate to, was I always found the the phone to be a major distraction if I had to get something done. Mm. And it's very hard to put off, you know, when you want to be a person that, you know, people can call and ask questions to. And, you know, if you have customers or clients that you need to get a hold, you know, that you need to be in constant contact with, that it's hard not to be on the phone. But I found I'm trying to do a project and every time I pick up the phone, I get sidetracked to something else. Yeah, yeah. And so what, what really was something that was helpful for me was just to have an hour that I didn't pick up the phone and then, you know, I would return the call immediately after I was done with my hour or, you know, make some progress towards something. But it, it helped to me because if, if not, I just would get so annoyed that I couldn't finish something and the phone was ringing and I wasn't exactly very polite on the phone either because they were interrupting me, which isn't where you want to go either. No. And that's something that you can inform your coworkers and your customers and your vendors of. You can put in your voicemail message that um, I got your message, it's important to me, and I'll be answering my calls this afternoon. Same with email. If you're one of those people who compartmentalizes email, you know, I know somebody who just sits down to it with it once a week. Um, to leave people hanging on email a whole week would be maddening. Would, they would experience that as being utterly ignored. But he has his autoresponder that is very polite and brief and says, when he's going to be responding to his email. So then the other person knows when they're going to be responded to, and it doesn't feel like they're being ignored. And that's really all you're, you've accomplished the same goal of they're being important to you um, without it being that annoying interruption. When it seems like there are a lot of organizational tools to use either for your computer, your desk, your working life. But it seems like what we're saying is find the right, find what works for you. If it, only half of it works for you, then only use half of it. Don't kind of put yourself, you know, don't be a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. We're all going to have a quiet, you know, close the office door hour in the whole office. You know, that's not going to work. Try and make the same thing available at the same time for everyone. Some people will need to close their door or turn their chair away from everyone else and ask not to be interrupted certain times. Other people, you know, that would drive them nuts and they need to be interacting. So it is, it's very unusual. The difference is, is who's responsible for finding it? And here's where you can find peace is if you're doing the work of finding out what works for you, the work of getting to know yourself, the work of getting, coming to terms with the realities that take place with the people you work with and the systems you work with, and then making some choices. And that sense of power, that sense of actually doing something and owning that rhythm, the search for rhythm, 
is where the peace comes from because you're engaged and you're dealing with it. You're not making it going away. You're dealing. Right. And I think that's something that um, is hard to come to terms with. I think for those of us who want to just have the neat desk where the yesterday's piles are gone and we have new piles for the day. The reality is even in our current economic climate, we're probably doing two or three people's jobs. We're not where we want to be in terms of fully staffed and, mm-hmm. you know, with all the resources we have. And that's just, there are going to be things that don't get done in the day that get pushed to the next day. Exactly. It's what realities you need to come to terms with and what realities you have some control over and can be a part of the solution. And when you can't, don't have the control, you need to find other ways to deal with it. Well, next week we'll be discussing isolation, and I'm sure many of our problems in busyness come because we isolate ourselves. So we'll be looking at that. And as usual, please join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.